everyone, welcome to Song for the Day. I'm Pastor Priscilla Leong from Trinity Christian Centre and I'm very glad you can join me. May the joy and abundant blessings of God be upon you and your household. The focus for today's broadcast is called Big Lessons from Little People. Just sit back and relax while we worship God with the song. There's no rock, there's no God like our God. No other name worthy of all our praise. Hey! The rock of salvation cannot be moved. He's proven himself to be faithful and true. There is no rock, there is no God like God. There is no rock, there is no God like our God.
Welcome back. Have you heard of this saying, children should be seen and not heard? Perhaps we feel that they don't have much to contribute to society or they are more of a nuisance than anything else. So it's better that they behave and not get in the adult's way. But let's take a look at the Bible and learn another powerful big lesson from these little people. Well, we'll be hearing about a person who became a king when he was only a child. 2 Kings 21 goes like this. Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 55 years. And he did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. He rebuilt the high places his father Hezekiah had destroyed. He also erected altars to false gods and worshipped them. He built altars in the temple of the Lord, of which the Lord has said, In Jerusalem, I will put my name. He sacrificed his own son in the fire, practiced divination, sought omens, and consulted mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger. Manasseh led the people astray, so that they did more evil than the nations the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. Moreover, Manasseh also shed so much innocent blood that he filled Jerusalem from end to end besides the sin that he had caused Judah to commit, so that they did evil in the eyes of the Lord. King Manasseh allowed evil to infect his heart, and he did evil in the eyes of the Lord. In summary, instead of worshipping God, he worshipped idols. He sacrificed his son in the fire. He practiced sorcery like black magic. He practiced witchcraft. He caused the whole nation of Israel to do more evil than the nations God had destroyed. As a result of his sins, God punished him. He took away his position and he became a prisoner to his enemies. There are two important lessons we can learn from King Manasseh. The first is that we need to guard our hearts against evil. In the case of Manasseh, he did not guard his heart against evil. Neither did he guard his heart with the love of God. He allowed evil to corrupt him and he did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger. In application, the Bible says, our heart is deceitful above all else. Who can understand it? And the scary thing is that we can make our hearts believe anything we want to, persuade ourselves to do anything we want to. So firstly, we need to guard against compromise. Compromise doesn't begin with the act itself. Compromise begins in the mind. It flourishes when the decision to do right is not made ahead of time. For example, for those who are dating, make sure you don't go on holidays with just the two of you so that you do not put yourself in a vulnerable state and give in to temptation. Another thing is to protect your computer with safeguards so that you can prevent pop-ups from appearing. For some of us who are shopaholics, instead of buying on a spree and regretting buying things that we do not need, it would be good to determine what we need to buy versus buying everything on site. Another danger is when we underestimate evil and flirt with temptation. We must realize the power of evil and how it lures one to do greater evil. Evil entices us to entertain it and deceives us into thinking we are strong enough to handle temptation. But actually, you know, we are not. Because no one is ever strong enough to handle temptation. Or maybe we think we are strong enough to do it for the first time then repent afterwards. But friends, your ethical edge would not be as sharp and doing it one more time makes you think 
you can do it a second time, and a third time, and a fourth time. And it goes on and on and on. See how we deceive ourselves? And once we get into evil's trap, it will call us around with an ever-deepening hole. So how do we guard it? 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. We need to realize firstly, what are the vulnerabilities in our heart, so to speak. We need to know what are our weak points, where we are most likely to fail. And once self-realization is made, we can then fortify ourselves against it and ask the Lord for grace to realize our weak points and our weak moments so that we will be alert to the traps of temptations. But what if we have fallen to sin? Take out, my friend, because there is hope when we repent. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they paid no attention. And so the Lord brought against them the army commanders of the king of Assyria, who took Manasseh prisoner, put a hook in his nose, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. In his distress, he sought the favour of the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his ancestors. And when he prayed to him, the Lord was moved by his entreaty and listened to his plea. So he brought him back to Jerusalem and to his kingdom. And then Manasseh knew that the Lord is God. Manasseh repented. He asked God for forgiveness and God forgave him. He brought him back to Jerusalem and gave him back his kingdom. He got rid of all the evil things and he chose to worship and worship only God. And God became number one in his life and he restored the altar of God in the land of Israel. Manasseh decided to choose God over evil and he gave him the most important decision of his life. That is to have a pure heart and worship only God. And we should do that too. This means, friends, we need to fortify ourselves against evil and compromise. When we have a pure heart, it pleases God. Having a pure heart, it will also impact our choices, our decisions, our thinking on the topic. And let's choose to live a holy life as our worship unto God by doing what our, our Bible says. Test everything. Hold on to the good. Avoid every kind of evil. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21 and 23. In closing, let me summarize our sharing today. We need to guard our hearts against evil and compromise. Compromise begins in the mind. It flourishes when the decision to do right is not made ahead of time. Don't underestimate evil and flirt with temptation. And once we get into evil's trap, then it will call us around with an ever-deepening hole and ask the Lord for grace to realize our weak points and our weak moments so that we will be alert to the traps of temptations. Have a pure heart and worship only God. That is the best way to guard our hearts. Let us pause right now to listen to this song and I'm sure it will minister to you. When we come back, I'll pray for you. Above all powers, above all kings, Above all nature and all created things Above all wisdom and all the ways of man You were here before the world began 
above all kingdoms, above all thrones, above all wonders the world has ever known, above all wealth and treasures of the earth. There's no way to measure what you were crucified laid behind the stone you live to die rejected and alone like a rose trampled on the ground you took the thought of me above all sing it out above all powers above all kings above all Come, Samida, come, Samida, 
Lord Jesus, I pray for my friends who are listening right now. Help us to be wise and learn from King Manasi. Expose the idols in our hearts. Help us to be alert to the traps and dangers that lie ahead of us so that we will not compromise. Lead us to fortify our minds with your word so that we will be strong in those times that we live in. Thank you, Lord. In your mighty name we pray. That's our sharing for today. Do tune in again tomorrow. Goodbye. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. Thought for the Day is brought to you by Trinity Christian Centre Singapore. This program comes on every weekday at 7.40 in the morning and again at 10.30 in the evening. If you've been blessed by our program, we'd love to hear from you. Do call us at 6468-4444 or email us at admin at trinity.sg. For more information on our services, events and seminars, do visit our website at www.trinity.sg. On behalf of Trinity Christian Centre, may God's presence, peace and power be real to you today and every day. God bless. Thought of me above all.